Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Shift and Enter. I'm your host, Smith, and joining me are two co-hosts today, both from Dion's house. It's Dion and his baby daughter, Liliana. Brep, brep. She can't say brep, brep right now, but she wants to say brep, brep. It was, in a, it was a muted. Uh, yeah, she yeah. actually, she whispered in my ear. She was like, say brep, brep for me. I'm like, okay, okay. Brep, brep. How's it going being a, a dad to a little girl? Uh, it's uh, it's different, you know. It's uh, it's definitely definitely long term. Being terrified of uh, <laughs> what the future holds when she hits like her teenage years. Sure, but uh, otherwise, you know, she's just perfect. That's that's she great. She is man. just so adorable, that's and great. Like, you know, even the fact that she's been keeping me up most of the night. You know, me and my wife have been interchanging taking care of her so she'll do like the first two hours then i wake up and do like the next two and a half three hours then she goes back and like like we've been doing that throughout the night just alternating um you know she hasn't been sleeping that well obviously she's only what like four days old now right um but yeah it's 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 great it's nice it's uh you know um i can now finally join those uh girl dad groups Yes, yes, exactly. And uh, well, again, I, I know I speak for the rest of the league, but, you know, again, congratulations. And I know that's, you know, a day you'll never forget. And, and um, you know, I know we're all just very happy and excited for you, man. Yeah, so I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And I know that a lot of people reached out to me and said, congratulations. And, you know, I, I kind of give give shit to every single person uh, in the league. But you know it's all love, so I really appreciate it when it's uh, when it kind of it comes back, and people say congratulations and all that stuff. It means I'm not as big of a dick as I think I am. Right, the toxicity is bearable. Yeah, it's it's you know, and, and even if it's there, it's you know, it's it's from a good place. So that's why everyone appreciates positive it. toxicity. That's that's what it is. It keeps <laughs> you know us all together. Yes, that's what it does. Yes, it does. Um, so. Uh, just just to give everyone an idea of what we want to talk about today. So, um, you know, shameless plug, we're going to do a little bit of the Fantasy League stuff, uh, go over some of the poll results now that it's been a few days uh, since that came out on, on which teams we think will do best. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the league, and then we've also got three voice messages at the end. So uh, as I say every time, I hope it goes 45 minutes what that really means is it'll probably go an hour and a half. Uh, just kidding. But mm-hmm. um, yep. So we'll we'll start out with the the league poll here in the fantasy league on fan tracks, which, by the way, disastrous draft. I think fair to say, right? Yeah, like it just it did not work out well. I mean, you know, whatever. We got through it, so let's just leave it at that. So much, but you know, the the way that things kept getting rolled back, like you having to roll it back and everything after. It auto-picked 15 times, and it just wouldn't stop. It just is not a very well-designed... I mean, really, it can only go off from here, I guess, is the only thing you could say. Right. And, and that that was kind of the thinking. And I think now that people are using the platform, you know, to put in bids or to, you know, at least look at trade ideas with other teams to balance it out, uh, I think people are realizing that the rest of the platform is new and updated and, and pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it's just the draft platform looks like it was made in 2010, which... It, Probably was. 
Yeah, it looks like like the old ESPN ones, right? That were and the what's it called? Not the like the regular ESPN ones, the the light version that you could right. run if you have really bad Wi-Fi or yeah or stuff like that. <laughs> or you, yeah, it was just bad. It, it did not look nice. It did not provide enough information. I mean, I wish I almost had more time to uh, to draft. I guess to to set up my draft ahead of time, uh, just because I could not do it as much on the fly as I normally like to do my things I, I like to you know have a general list but then you know plug in go into the app and plug it all in and be ready but this time i was right. not and that platform did not make it any easier yes uh what's been your experience so far you know outside of the draft with the rest of the website does it look okay does it feel okay i mean it looks pretty nice i mean i, I can't say i have had too much you know experience with it or anything Sure. Uh, just because I haven't like I haven't put any offers in on any free agents. Uh, I haven't. I've tried to. I moved some guys around just because you know I grabbed some guys like Biggio and um, and Nick Solak and stuff like that who have um, a lot of position flexibility. So I've been kind of playing around with that. But otherwise, you know, I haven't gotten a chance to use it too much. But it looks nice. I mean, I can't. You know, I can't say it's. It doesn't serve the function. Uh, it, right. It's, as anything, I would expect the same out of, let's say, the like way I like ESPN. I like the ESPN sleek and kind of minimalistic. And this is kind of the same the same thing. You can kind of just stick to what you want. There's different sections for exactly what you want to be looking at. You don't have to look at too much information. It's good. I like it. Yeah, I agree. Um, what, I, what I like about Fantrax that isn't on ESPN, and the reason that we ultimately moved to Fantrax, um, might I add, is uh, there, there's just a lot more customization available with the scoring, I think was a big thing, right? That's the biggest part. Yeah. The scoring. And then, you know, for those of you who aren't in the league, what we have decided to do is head to head points. But instead of it just being based on who wins those games, we're adding six additional, uh, uh, well, not really six additional wins, but teams can gain an additional win um every week besides their matchup if they score above the league average Mm -hmm. um and i know that's become a popular thing in um in in fantasy sports because it's it's almost impossible to you know get the six best teams uh just with matchups because you know weird things can happen you can score the second most points in the week and you lose the team that scores the most right yeah. Right. So this kind of alleviates that problem. And, and ESPN, for whatever reason, has not caught up to the times, has not included that on their platform. And that was kind of a deal breaker for us. So we moved to fan tracks. Um, so that was the biggest part. What I also like about it is it's ha- it has a lot more sabermetric information, which, you know, when it comes to actually evaluating players, I don't look at their RBIs and home runs and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not predictive. I like to look at predictive information. I think there's a lot more of that on fan tracks as well, which is nice. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, uh, yeah. The, other than the draft, I think it's going to be smooth. It's it looks pretty nice. It it functions really nice. I've got a obviously. I think even we drafted on Sunday, right? Yep. Uh, so I mean, I already had the baby. So <laughs> like, uh, it was uh, it wasn't like I got a lot of chance to play with it, but I think it will it'll be good. I, I'm a I was a big proponent of ESPN over Yahoo, so I'm glad we didn't. Go Yahoo. Wait, say Yahoo um, again. Say it again. Yahoo. Yahoo. Okay. That's the Canadian side coming out. Uh, I don't know. Yahoo. 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 Well, at least here in New York, which you know you're you're pseudo from, 
Yeah. Yahoo. Yeah. Yahoo. Yahoo. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's fine. Either so, way, uh, I don't like that site. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and ESPN is one I was, I've always used ESPN and Fantrax is not, not too far off. So I like it. Right. So let's get to these league polls that we conducted. So now, this was we, a disaster too. Like I guarantee you a lot of people voted for themselves here. Well, you know, we encouraged them not to, I, there wasn't an option for me to, to disable, disable that, unfortunately, yeah. but, um, kind of the you're hoping that everyone follows the rules there so take this was very dispersed like a lot of people had one everyone almost had a vote (laughs) just almost everyone yeah yeah Yeah, there were two three four teams that did not get a vote yeah joe chris you and graham yep (laughs) yep so uh looks like two teams uh finished with the highest amount of votes two which kind of gives you some idea of how everyone feels about the league, but Gerald and, and uh, boss get the uh, top votes um, for their respective teams. And, um, you know, we can kind of go through some of the, the big names on each of the teams to give people that are in the league kind of a feel for, for, you know, the teams that they have, but uh I don't really get Voss's votes. I mean, I, I understand that he's got some dudes and he's also got a lot of players that I, you know, have gotten a lot of mock drafts, but um, he's got guys like Bauer uh, that I think he picked in the second round. I want to say uh, he picked Jose Ramirez in the first round, got Bo Bichette as well. So Ramirez, Bichette, Bauer, very strong one, two, three there, but, um, you know, I think a majority of his team is focused around his offense because, you know, after Bauer, the, the pitching gets a little dicey. He's got, you know, Tony Gonsolin, who did not make the, the rotation for the Dodgers. Shamanaya, who's okay. Zach Plesak, I think is fine, but pretty under overrated. He does have Brandon Woodruff. Um, but again, I think this falls back on my belief that Bauer is just like not an SP1. I think he's probably more like an SP2, SP3, who just had a really good 60-game sample last year. Last year. And, um, I mean, Brower's, you know, cons- his career consistency has not really uh, – that that one year over that 60-game span is not representative of what he's, you know, what he's always been. Right. Um, he hasn't been bad, but I just don't think it's – it's not, you know, I don't think we're looking at 250 strikeouts and – a sub three ERA or anything like that this year. Um, right. Right. Yeah. I'm with you there. Um, and not to mention that his spin rate on his breaking pitches almost, I think it was doubled or tripled from previous years. And the l- consensus around the league was that he was using pine tar. Um, and so, oh, shit. yeah. Oh no, this, <laughs> well, this, this is how that, that also, I mean, I, I don't listen to too much stuff like that. I mean, I've never, been a big n- news reader and stuff. I'll look at stats. I'll look at stuff. This I've actually haven't played fantasy baseball in a couple of years now. Same. Uh, my first yeah, time so in two years. So. Yeah. So like, I haven't really kept up. With, that's, that's, uh, that's not good. <laughs> that, that news is not good. No, uh, but one, but of it wouldn't make sense actually... based off like, again, his career. Right. 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 And everyone goes back to his, you know, training with that, that, uh, pitching lab. Um, 
whose name is evading me right now. I'll remember it. Um, driveline, driveline. Um, right. Everyone says that the driveline training is the reason for his um, spin rate increase, but no one else has ever doubled their spin rate in any one year. Um, yeah. So just take this with a grain of salt. That's why I'm a little pessimistic on Bauer, but we'll see. I think this is a good team. I'm not sure if it's the best team. The team that I voted for was actually Rusty's. Yep, same. Um, conveniently that's, that's named. That's funny. <laughs> conveniently named, not unattractive. Yes, in the most Gerald way possible. Um, and so, that's just how we feel about his team. Exactly. It's not no, unattractive. It's not unattractive. It's aggressively not unattractive. Yeah, no, um, I I like what he did on a lot of these different spots. You know, I like the the mashers that like, like I like some a lot of the bats like you know I like Abreu where he got him um I mean I think Harper is a high upside play actually because I think that he's gonna you, you know I think he got him a little later than what he uh um what he will produce at you know I think a little bit of a re- resurgence uh, mm-hmm. might be happening you know I mm-hmm. like I like a lot what he did you know I, Bundy's really interesting I think he got him a little later. I mean, he got Cole. That's kind of like one of the best. That was his big. Right that was his first round pick, I believe. Exactly. So I mean, that that was a an easy one, I guess, for him there. He's got you know German Marquez. You know, if he does good in uh, in Colorado, obviously it's never a guarantee he'll do good in Colorado. But he's looked pretty nice too. Um, yeah, I, I like this team up and down. I don't think he. I mean, there's you know obviously he's gonna have some weaknesses. You know, he got a. You know, his catcher is probably not going to contribute that much. Um, I like Garver. Ah, I don't know. I, I down here last year. But. Yeah, and I well, that's exactly why I don't really. You know, I don't think he's gonna. He's not looking great. I don't think he's in the you know top twenty catchers. Uh, I would disagree there. I think I he know. is. I mean, you have Barely. to remember that the catching <laughs> position is so it's shallow. Bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. I'm not exactly sure where he got him, but the rest of the team makes up for it. So I mean, I I don't I don't hate it. Right. And if there is one position that you can kind of punt on the offensive side, it is catcher. It is catcher. No, I guess I um, agree. And I think this also kind of brings up the idea, just from a macro perspective, of how much weight do you put into last year? Uh, for me, I put in very little. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I'm low on Bauer and higher on Garver, but. You know, like Yoan Moncada, Glaber Torres. These are guys that have been very good players that um, didn't have normal offseason routines last year and yep. just got absolutely destroyed yep. uh, in the process. And I'm not sure I can hold that against them because the track record is just so good, you know. Um, so it brings up that question. And Garver's been very good in the past. So it, it just... It brings up the question of how much weight you put into 2020 versus 2019. Yeah, no, and I no, I agree with you. I don't think uh, I don't think you could put that much weight on 2020. Obviously, um, it's a much smaller sample size. You don't have anywhere near, uh, you know, you have a, a third of the at bats really um, to look at and to work with. A third of the game, sorry, uh, to look. Well, yeah, I guess at bats too that way. Um, but yeah, no, it's I definitely hear what you're saying, um, and I like that's exactly it. I mean, I do like Rusty's team. Um, I just you know, there's some like I I don't think Garver was a t- total. Um, you know, I think he's gonna be better than what he was last year, but I don't think I think last year also showed some things for him and some stuff that he's still missing in his game. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I, I still voted for this team. I yeah. think it's. Uh, I think it is the best team in the league. But uh, you know, it's. I think we're all pretty close. That's another thing too. So I, as much as I think people, some people voted for themselves. I think that. Uh, <laughs> I think that everyone is uh, is relatively close. You know, I don't think there's there's some teams that aren't good, <laughs> but I think some of the better teams are are all up there, and everyone's going to get a good shot at it. Well, let's leave no stone unturned. Who who are the bad teams here, in your opinion? Okay. Well, do you, do you, okay. I, I want I, the honest truth here. Let's go. No, okay. Well, who who do you do you have any name the people that you are immediately I do. jumping on here? I do, but I asked you first. Like me, I'm awful. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you actually were no. Okay, because I that was like yeah exactly. I don't really follow that but baseball that much anymore. <laughs> Um, so that, hey, I'll it's take, not I'll a bad team. Couple. It's not. It, it is definitely not the worst team I I in this league. No way. No. Well, I mean, give me yours first. Uh, I, I I think that um, Cole's team is up there because well, he wasn't really around a draft. If I if I recall, he was the only one that was not present. For the draft? Oh well, that just that's an easy one then. I yeah, don't. Which one's I mean, Cole's team? I don't know them necessarily. By. Uh, Cole Brown, is Brown, mean Brown, green. mean green. Oh, it's, I'm playing him this week. That's yeah, nice. um, he has <laughs> Ha on Kim as his starting shortstop, which yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that. Yeah, okay. The pitching I, I get, Yeah, this is, is probably like, the worst team. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, I was trying to scroll through them while you were speaking there, and I was just like, nope, nope, nope. And then you mentioned him, and yeah, this is this is not a good team. A lot of reaches here. Obviously, he got probably the best catcher, but what's that going to do for you? Um, yeah, absolutely. So, um. Kind of just leave it there. I know that majority of this podcast is supposed to be for our OTP also, league. Joe, Joe's all. team sucks. Take that, Joe. Wow. Okay. Put it, put it. Shots fired. Okay. So let's do a quick review of your team, and then my team, oh, and then we'll go to the league. We'll go to <laughs> okay. we'll go to actual MEC. Right. So I love the pick of Sean Murphy as your catcher. Um, he should have been going high, in my opinion. Yeah, I liked him a long time. He he was on the Mets previously, right? Sean Murphy, one point. Sean Murphy, right? Or am I thinking of somebody else? I think you're thinking of somebody else. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I, I've, I, for some reason, I've, I don't know why I'm thinking Mets, but I've liked them a lot for a long time, and I think he's still got some upside. I agree. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like him a lot, and I mean, I don't think he, he's not a big power guy necessarily. Anyway, um, like uh, I think I'll get a you know decent average. I think he'll play a lot, and I think he'll be good. I agree. Um, the one pick I really didn't like, um, and and this is more just an indictment on the player is Kavan uh, Biggio. And <sighs> look, the walk rates are really good, but his batted ball data it's not great. And I think mm. once teams realize that he's not going to kill you with the bat there's a very strong possibility that teams are just going to fill the zone up against him and his ability to draw walks will be much more limited because he's not getting pitched outside mm-hmm. the strike zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I'm a little worried about him there, but it is a better lineup in Toronto. So I, I guess it depends, you know, 
if they put him early in the lineup, I think that's even going to make a bigger case for him to get more strikes. Mm. And I just don't mm. know how that's going to work out for him. Yeah, Especially. but then also more runs, you would hope, I guess, right? Um, Perhaps. No, I, I yeah. agree. No, I, you know what? I do agree. I think, it, you know, I think compared to a lot of the guys that were where I took him, I liked him because of the position versatility. Sure. 2B, 3B, uh, right field. I mean, again, the walks, like you did mention, you know, as much as we're thinking that he'll probably strike out a lot, <laughs> uh, he'll pro- it'll probably be a little bit rough there, but he'll, I think he'll still get his walks. And I didn't really have anybody else in that category since I took uh, Soto with my first pick. Um, right. right. And I took Ozuna, I guess, later. So that's not, you know, actually, that's Ozuna's not. I like Ozuna. That's a good pick. Yeah, I liked him too. That was, yeah, I, I like the my old former Miami guys. You know, sure. I was. I was coming at Will a little bit. I was going to take as many Miami uh, former guys or guys that would bother him as I could. Um, you you so, certainly did accomplish that with your arguably your top starter in Sandy Alcantara. Yeah, that's yeah. Take that, Will, you bastard. I mean, love you, Will. I I like I like the. Um, I like Nola as the SP1. I like Alcantara or Eflin, whoever you prefer as the SP2. Mm-hmm. I'm actually a little curious to see what Brad Keller can do because I think he's like very underrated. But yeah, I, don't know I, t- how I good took he a shot on him completely. Like, you know, he had a decent year last year. Um, you know, he does, it's not, he's not a big strikeout guy, but he keeps no. the ball low and the, the, the walks won't kill him. And yeah. he's the number one starter for that team. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, I don't think I, I was kind of looking at it. I'm like, oh, you, the, you got a number one guy on this team. Uh, yeah, why not? Why why not take him where I took him? You know, I don't think I think my rotation actually turned out pretty nice. Yeah. Um, I really like it. I, I don't even mind my bullpen. The bullpen's a little bit like dicey behind Iglesias. But yeah, I mean, I think I got a little bit of something everywhere. Absolutely. Um, Should have voted for myself. I mean, geez. <laughs> Uh, on the reliever side, I think you're running the risk of Gallegos and Melanson not being the closers. Yeah. But, but what what I what I'm trying to do with this league, and the reason we we got rid of wins and losses, and we mm-hmm. devalued saves. Um, they're they're very situational in nature, and really, what we're trying to do is we're just trying to get the best performances. Wins and losses these days are not indicative of your performance because in many cases, look at Jacob deGrom, it's it's not really dependent on what you do. I mean, yes, you play a big part in it, but I'm trying to get it to where the overall value of a player is based solely on their performance. Hmm. Um, And so kind of getting to that point with relievers, with devalued saves, I think there's going to be a bigger emphasis on ratios you know, the strikeout to walk ratio, the home run ratios, um, just overall effectiveness. And I think that's where a guy like Giovanni Gallegos could be one of the best non-closer relievers in the game. So, yeah. uh, And that's, that's kind of it. Cause I think, you know, he's been a little bit rocky even this uh, spring training um, where, but at the same time, he's put up like five of his seven games have been blank sheets and he he looks nice. He just, he has a lot of those measurables. He, he'll strike guys out. He, he just, looks like a a closer he might not get he might not get the position right away but when it comes to guys who are going to put up really nice numbers in the bullpen i think he's 
great. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Um, so I I got it. Like, I'm not trying to be like very. Um, uh, I, I I guess proud of myself, but I do like my team a lot. Um, I thought I bought low on a lot of players that might be going a lot higher in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Moncada to name one, Lux, Andrew Vaughn, Shohei Otani, Joey Gallo going 126th, I think it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, Joey you know, Gallo's definitely a guy when I, you took him. I was like, oh, damn, I totally forgot he was there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just because, again, he didn't he, – he has been way better than the, the numbers, especially last year, suggest. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I like your team. I do like your team. Um, you know, I, you got some – you got a lot of – I don't want to say you don't have, like, superstars really all along the all these different places, but you have guys who are going to be consistently outperforming their uh where they were taken and and then also on top of that your your pitching is very consistent um i think you'll be yeah i think you'll be giving uh pretty much that uh, you could be above average pretty much every week um this God, way I hope so. <laughs> yeah i mean that, well, that's what it looks like to me because i'm thinking like okay well you're maybe you won't be the top every single time but you'll be consistently better than average in getting those extra wins every single time. Sure. Yeah. Sure. All right. Let's talk about the actual league that we're supposed to be covering here on this podcast. Um, what league is that? I, I, we're in a league. I think what? it's called Mendoza line confederation. That's 3.0. The third, the third iteration of it. Yeah. Um, so I don't even really know what to talk about. Like, I know that there's stuff to talk about. There's almost like too much to talk about in the 15, well, I guess 20 minutes that we it, want to talk keep about. Keep it generic. Here. You know, who's who's looking good, who's uh, not looking good. Well, uh, I know Nichols wanted us to talk about something about his team. I don't, I don't even I, I already said that uh, there will be no mention of uh, that team on this podcast. Okay. And if he thinks I'm going to break my word on that, he's got something, something else coming. Yeah. So, you know, He's, as you far know, as I'm concerned, the Detroit Tigers are leading that division. Well, yeah, you know, it's it's also a reason for him to start making trades in, in my league. So, Nichols, there you go. Um, now that you don't have to listen to this podcast because we're not talking yep. about the Tigers. Yep. Never going to talk Royals, about them again. Nope, um, you get to talk about, you know, you get to make trades in my league. And yeah, uh, there you go. That's, you know, it's all about the Smith League. Kill two birds with one stone. Yes. Brick squad. Blech, blech. So, um, I mean, for some reason, I'm still the only person I feel like who's made trades in the league so far, (laughs) which why, you know, like we're like in July and I think there's been one other trade since like, I I don't even know when I, I, I think there's been like one non or yeah, there's been like one or two non uh, trades that aren't involving me in like the last actual calendar month here. Yeah. And then of course they've involved Graham. (laughs) <laughs> of course, of no, course, uh, of course. What else, who else is going to do? I gotta get my, gotta get my X Mets. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I for one haven't really had the need to. I'm crushing it. Um, the positions I have of need, uh, like I'd like to, I'd love to be able to get a little bit of a better backup catcher, but no one seems to be uh, 
trading one because I have a injury at the position. Um, you know, Merolf's a kind of big loss to my team. He's still at three or four weeks, so it's not that bad. But uh, stuff like that, yeah, I mean, I, I can't really find the right uh, the right person to trade with. So I would be, um, but again, I don't need to. So I'm, I'm leading the league along with these damn dirty Mets and wins. Yep. Um, there might be a trade idea for you. Uh, but, let's, but stick around for that. Uh, stick around for the voice messages part. Uh, but we, we we might have some drama there, so just stay tuned. Oh snap! Um, so anyway, I almost woke um, my daughter up with that one. <laughs> say that again. So I almost woke my daughter up with that one. <laughs> yeah, let's let's not and say we did. Um, yeah. so like, I don't know, like I. I it's difficult to say like what exactly teams are thinking because I, I, I feel like there's been very little activity in the trade block. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know that the reds are trying to add bullpen arms because when are they ever not? Um, are the Looking brewers relievers? Yeah. Are the brewers trying to buy? That's going to be a question. I, we don't know the answer to that yet. Uh, what's Will thinking in Miami is, um, you know, is Graham going to try to do stuff in New York? I would imagine. So, what are yeah, you? Graham gonna doesn't do? know how to stop. Graham's uh, Graham's got one of those problems, you know, where it's just uh, he doesn't realize when it becomes a too much in excess, he'll just keep going and going and going. Not really the worst strategy. Um, it's, it's worked out for him so far this year and next last year. So, I more mean, is more. I think. Um, I mean, I don't think I don't see him going two hundred fifty million dollars in debt or anything like that, but. You know he's all right. He's he's no Smith Brickner in in uh, in the Mets. So yes. you know he's got a lot to live up to. Yes, absolutely. Um, but you know, is there one team here specifically that you you look at as having a chance to make the playoffs? And um, you know, you see it, a, in a, the a, NL East or just kind of anywhere. Just just anywhere that you you see a very obvious need for a team that is competing. Um, you know, I can think of one right now, uh, but you know, I'm curious what, you know, if there's any team that you thought of that comes to mind. Um, I mean, there's, there's a couple of people that, uh, that kind of need to like the reds need to shore up their pitching and there. I like, I mean, look at their RD and look where they are. Yeah. Um, you know they they should be doing they should this should not be this close of a six and fourteen in one run game. Yeah, this should <laughs> not be this close of a division. But their bullpen sucks. Clearly, it's I really mean, not six good, and fourteen yeah. is terrible. Um, he did just get one. You got a got, negative got seven run differential. Me. I mean, you're losing these close games, yeah. and you know your your pitching is killing you. He did just get one Gattaca from me, who I think will help him as an extreme ground ball pitcher in that mm. ballpark. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I think there needs to be more work done. I will not question that, but he's trying. I mean, you can't, he is, yes, he's not. he is, uh, he has asked on some of my guys, but, uh, you know, we got one, we got that one trade done, but you know, that's progress does have interest in, in some other guys, but, um, you know, a team that comes to mind for me is the Rangers. Um, which now, are we didn't talk neither I or you picked them to win this. We thought they'd be second not. or something yeah. like that. You yeah, thought Adam was gonna stick it out. I thought the Astros were gonna be and I mean we're both very much wrong. 
um, with 34 and 33 wins on those guys, respectively, for the Astros and Athletics. Um, I mean, the Angels, I mean, they're all, I guess, bunched up there. So we did kind of think that. But the Rangers have gotten off to a huge, huge jump. Um, and I did not expect it. No, I did um, not expect the Athletics to be this bad. I yeah. did expect the Astros to be not as good as people thought, but definitely not this bad. Uh, and the Angels, 10 games under 500 in second place. That yeah. is the AL West, folks. That's yeah, pretty bad. Yeah. Um, so their second run score, that's not an issue for them. Their bullpen is okay. I'd like to see them get one more guy. But I think the biggest need for this team is going to be their starting rotation. It's not good, um, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Eric Garner is, you know, a, a – very good pitcher. Uh, he's having kind of a mediocre year. Juan Orlana is having a very good year, but you know, they've got guys like Eddie Casaga, who's I think over the hill. Um, you know, Rodolfo Robles, who is one of those classic stuff command, but you know, well, that move with that movement, uh, you can't start this. Thing, right. Really. That's right. That's right. It, I mean, in Texas, no chance. Right. Um, and and with Braden Merritt as a number five, that's perfectly acceptable. But I, you know, I I think for them, they're probably one of the teams that comes to mind of anyone that could really use a significant pitching upgrade. Yeah. Um, you know whether or not they'll actually be able to do that remains to be seen. They only have one top one hundred prospect in Juan Sotelo, who's out for the next year. But I I still think could garner. A, pretty good pitcher right now if they want to go down that road. Um, but I, I think that they're one of the more obvious needs because, you know, at this point you're competing for that DS spot. You, you want to get the best position right now. And then you want to have another guy you can pair with Garner and Orlana. Um, I, yeah. I think at least in the playoffs. Yeah. I'm, honestly, I probably might even go to free agency. I don't know how much, if he has any money. I mean, there's probably some guys there that might be better options than... Uh... He has no money right now, by the way. Oh, okay, never mind then. <laughs> Forget <laughs> I said anything. <laughs> but I was going to say, then, honestly, like then someone like Robles, there's got to be better guys even in free agency than that. I know um, he's considered uh, trading Bloom under the right circumstances. And... Yeah, the right circumstances. He's asking for a lot for him. I, I approached him about Bloom, you know, 33, kind of not, you know, he's not that great. He's okay. I don't think he's got tons and tons of value. Um, but he could probably trade him for a decent enough starting pitcher. Uh, but I think he's he's thinks the world of Bloom. I think he wants yeah. like a 70 potential pitcher. Uh, Here's yeah. the good news, though, for him. Yes, we were Rosado for him. So let's just leave it at that. Yikes. All right. Here's the good news, though, for for Mike, though. If you look at the pitchers that are going to be pending free agents, there are quite a few really good names on this list that I could imagine would be available for a reasonable price because they are pending free agents. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ernesto Leva, one of them, Dan Ramirez, another, Leith Halpenny, Juan Mania, Leith Verge, who's I think one of the most underrated pitchers in the game. Yeah, Verge has been around. Um, Just he keeps he keeps staying staying power. Gotta, yeah. gotta say something for that. He is wrecked, but um, baby making a guest appearance there. Um, but <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I, I I think that this is 
the perfect uh storm here for the Rangers to go get a really good pitcher without necessarily giving up the farm to do so. Uh, you know, yeah, but again, so I don't even know if he has the 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 anything to get one of those guys. I mean, he I has mean, a I don't few think he get, I don't think he has enough to get Leva. I, I disagree. I, I think that you know, if you start something with Randy Schmidt, for instance, um, he's interesting enough where I think you might consider that Randy Schmidt. Let me see this Randy Schmidt guy. S C H M I D T. Again, nothing special, but he is a you know a guy that I think could be a reasonable return for a yeah. guy who is a pending free agent. Look at I, his, look at his look at his defensive efficiency right now. At no, I, I I can see it, but he's not. I, that's not a with that error and that def, double turning double play. That's not a, st- a short stop. I mean, I think errors are. I mean, let, let's think about this. What's the difference? How many more errors does a 70-grade infield error guy get versus a 45 at shortstop? I don't know. Uh, do you have any uh, I don't. statistics over that? Because I have no idea. I don't. <laughs> I don't. But that would be interesting. Like, I wonder if someone's done a test on that to see, um, you know, the impact of infield error. Like, mm. I know that there are other positions out there that have immense ramifications. Catcherability, I think, probably the most pronounced one. On like an entire pitching staff. If you have a guy that's seventy, at least seventy catching ability, your ability, you know, the your pitching staff is going to become, you know, significantly more effective. Um, mm-hmm. From a bunch of research that I've seen on YouTube and and such, I, I'm not sure I've seen anything like that defensively for you know infield error. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't really comment on that. And if anyone does know, I, I'm curious to see. I'm curious uh, if you can put it in the podcast channel but like i I think for instance that this would be a guy that look say what you want about the infield error but this dude can play shortstop and Mm. i think he's got enough of an interesting bat where giving up a rental might be doable for someone i don't know i I think you might like him a lot more than i do osa likes him a lot more than i do so i'm a little lower than osa but I'm a decent amount lower. I'm I'm more like he's not getting any better than his current overall. Okay. Okay. So we disagree in the forties. So yeah. Okay. I, I yeah. That's not a guy that I'd trade for. Okay. Um, now I think who did I, I think the someone you did mention I like on the Rangers Juan Sotelo. Yeah. He. I mean, but he's injured. But yeah, he's somebody uh, that if you start there, maybe there's for a, a rental. I would absolutely do that. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. Positive splits and. Oh, he, he did have. Yeah, a he might not get that change up. You know, I think there's still time. He's 21. I'm a little like. I mean, why is he? Why does he already have a salary? Is there some sort of a? He's protected. A wow. Yeah. Why? What is? Um, did he pitch in the major? He already no. started his clock, so that's a little unfortunate. Um. Well, he has no major service time though. Do you see that? Yeah. That, how did? Weird. So, okay, so he started his service clock, but not, like, in the majors. So you just put him on the 40 thinking you need to protect him, I guess? I don't don't know. I mean, he wasn't, I don't think, well, okay, so he was, he needed to be protected, uh, it looks like, Uh, for the Rule 5 draft. Um, 
So well, and he's now out for uh, 12 months. So, I mean, I think anybody trading one of those good, any good pitcher that might be coming up, um, looks at that and says, yeah, you know, he's really good. 70 potential, but he's got a 12 month injury. And so that's where I needed at least to start. Cause I, I don't think he's got anybody else. No, nobody else of significance to my scout other than him. So yeah. I think if he's going to make a move for a pitcher, it's going to have to include that. Maybe someone gives him something for bloom, but I think he's a little higher on bloom than most other people are, which is hence why, you know, even though we've talked about him, I think me and him spoke about him in preseason. Um, he hasn't traded him yet. Yeah. So if he if he makes a move, sure I could see something. He definitely needs to make a move. You know he shouldn't have any starter starting pitchers in Texas that are fly ballers. So like get Robles out of there like as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, yeah, no, he he has some space to make some moves, and he definitely should. One other pitcher I think that need one other team I think that needs a pitcher in the worst way is the Rockies. Uh, Look, you're three games out from the Dodgers. You're clearly making a push. Um, why would you stop pushing now? Is mm. is kind of like the way I think about this. Now, I, I guess some of this is dependent on what you think about Sergio um, Sinega, what you think about Rafredo Ramos, but I think you need a proven commodity in that rotation. Um because Friedman isn't really getting it done. Abel isn't getting it done. I don't even really like Abel, to be honest with you. Um, Kevin Cosner is, you know, very Kevin Cosner, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, Zero- Kevin Cosner is, Witsy yeah. is, you know, not really, I don't think, ready for the big leagues, to be honest with you. At least as a starter. You know, the command yeah. isn't where I, I think it needs to be for him. So I think, um, I mean, I think he, I think Ramos should be uh, in his rotation. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you there. I, even then, I still think they need another starter, though. I mean, it's rough because he's also a flyball pitcher, but at least he throws 98 to 100. I would take Sinega or Sinega over Ramos at this point. I, I think Sinega is still a little bit out for me. Like, okay. I think a lot of his pitchers okay. still are, like, while I feel like Ramos is a lot more developed, I think I only have one or two pitches that the curve and the fork are still a little bit off, but everything else is there as opposed to Sinega. I have pretty much, yeah, no, every single pitch still not reaching potential. So maybe that's just a, you know, difference in scouting again. Yeah. But I mean, they're both really good and I could see both having success um, in the majors over some of these other guys he's got in there. So I don't know if he necessarily needs to make a trade or if he just needs to shuffle his shuffle his uh, system around. Um, look, he's got the number one farm. So, you know, I, I guess this is going to be like an opportunity cost assessment for him. Mm-hmm. Like what, how much am I balancing what I'm doing right now versus what I'm doing in the future? Um, that's, that's a really difficult question to, to ask, but you know, I think mm-hmm. it's one that has to be. Um, he's not really losing anybody uh, to free agency this coming year, so it's not mm-hmm. like this is the final hurrah or anything like that. But you know that he doesn't have any money to spend this year or next year. Yeah. So really, so that's the only why way you're going to have to be internal is via trade or you know someone internal. Well, yeah, yeah, and inter- that's what I'm thinking internal because based on his, um, based on Jorge's uh, like last few exchanges uh, with other teams in terms of trades. 
you know, he's very budget conscious. And I think if, uh, you know, he's, I don't think he's one to sink himself further in uh, just by acquiring pieces in trade. I think he's more of a let's work with what I have yep. uh, type of guy. So I think he's, I think he's going to be okay. I think, you know, he's going to make a run at it again. And the Dodgers are tough. The Mets are tough. Other than that, I don't think, you know, I don't want to say the Reds are tough because they're not. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I don't, th- I think he's in a good spot with his team. And, you know, if he, if he decides he needs to do it to just kind of make a jump at it, I mean, maybe he's the one who goes after Leva with sure. his prospects. Sure. Who knows? I could see that. Um, yeah, I, 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 that. I would. If I were him, I would. Um, but don't because I want to do it for him. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Dayon, what should I do at the deadline? Oh, man. Um, you know, with your track record, I'd say sell. Yeah. Um, that's a fair point. Yeah. Because, you know, there's been times where you've gotten a little, you're like, here we go, getting a little, let's go. This team's looking good. I feel good about it. And then you've been disappointed so many times. So when you're kind of in the middle here, I think you, uh, I think you don't go for it. I think you, you take a, uh, you take a little backseat. At, at the same time, though, you know who? What's who's your competition for a uh, wild card here? Uh, Obviously, know, one's going to the Rockies, the Rockies. yeah, or, or the Dodgers, Dodgers whoever. Or, yeah, yeah. But everything else is a kind of an open field. I don't think you're any worse than the Brewers, Cards, Pirates, Marlins. Not that much worse, maybe than the Marlins. Um, what I'm saying, and you know, we're getting Campbell back soon, which is a big boost. Yes, so. I, I can see it. I can, I get it. I get it. Um, but like I said, you're just, you've been uh, for this league, you've been hated on by the gods, aka mostly Bryce, uh, for far too long, far too many times. You know, play it safe, play it safe, and build for next year. Yeah, I, I hate losing though. I really hate losing, and somehow I, I find a way to lose. I get you, and I mean, uh, but I, again, your team isn't too. Uh, it's not too old either, um, right? You know who who would you move that would uh, like? Even I'm I'm thinking right now, like there's no one you really need to say like, oh, uh, I'm playing for next year. Uh, who should I move? Maybe what like Howlett? Maybe yeah, Howlett Campbell. Um... Or, you know, the immediate owl, I guess, but you uh, can hold on to him I and like be fine. Powell, too, though. So. Uh, I like Powell. That's the problem here. Well, Powell's, Powell's nice. He's just a little old and it's still he's something 29. that you can probably he's find. Even... 29. He's, 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 he's really not old. You know? I, when I say old, I just mean like old for uh, the rest of your team. I mean, you got guys starting in, on your team. that are 22, 24, 25, 26. This the crazy thing is Powell's one of the veterans on your team. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's just outside of that whole window. If you were to decide to to pack it in for the year, he is probably somebody that uh, you know just based on age, my and and replaceability because I do think there's going to be some other guys, other third basemen who have decent enough bats available. So I don't know. I don't know. It's you could go one or the other, and that's difficult. But uh, Hey, you know, play it safe. You know, you know what you know what Bryce does in this league. Yes, uh, <laughs> Bryce cheats. There, I said I it. There, I said it. I said it. I, I didn't said say it. it. Um, Venmo payment coming, Bryce. Because um, I know my my PayPal hasn't been working for you. Um, you got to keep it working. 
Yeah. So you know what, Dayon? Let's do this. Let's let's hold off on the voice messages until the next podcast. Um, oh man, people are gonna hate you. They are gonna hate me, but you know what? It's getting late and we got stuff to do. And I said that I keep got it a around baby to take minutes. care of over here. You know, exactly. Right? So I'm trying to be conscious here. We gave everyone something and we were provocative. We got the people going and it's anticipation build up for the next podcast. You know, I gotta, I gotta market this to the people. Yeah, this is true. I mean, this is, this is our livelihood now. People don't know it. Yes. But, uh, we, we just scored a big sponsorship deal with Nike um the the de- the you know the devil shoes or whatever they call them the, satan yeah. shoes satan shoes yeah we're we're all over the place now where we got billboards and cities yeah. and stuff you know it's you gotta keep uh you gotta keep this content fresh and interesting dm dayan for top 10 list of cities to put billboards in yeah that's right i'll, I'll provide that list too <laughs> there was another list that what was that oh people want to hear the top 10 uh who would be i think would be good babysitters and who i would think would be bad babysitters top 10 each way um but we can say that for next podcast too yes let's do that let's let's have one more podcast later this week we're going to build up all the anticipation and hype for it we'll start with the voice messages and then we'll have some uh some top tens from day on and if there are any major trades that come across during the trade deadline period we'll obviously um do some analysis on that yeah but uh send me uh you know, catcher. I'll take. Uh, I'll take him. I'll take another pitcher, like elite though, elite. Yes. And you no, know I don't no mess scrubs. around. I'll pay for it, but just elite. Or maybe the... a designated hitter. Although Matos has been great, and he's. Yeah, you know what? Who needs him? Who needs it? Whatever. Or, or the eighty grade relievers with you know one hundred and five stuff or whatever. Yeah, I'll take that too. Yeah. The guy making you know eighteen million dollars. That's that's all what I'm all about paying the man. Thirty-one year old, thirty-two year old left dude throws, you know, hundred one. <laughs> yeah, no, no big deal. No big deal. No biggie. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the No Name Podcast. Again, we'll do another podcast with your voice messages and some top ten lists from Dion later this week. But uh just didn't want to keep him hostage or myself hostage for for that long. But that'll do it for this particular episode of the No Name Podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.